This is The Unapologetic Coach, the podcast that teaches you how to step into next level leadership. I'm Angelina Bradley, and I've made it my mission to prove you can have it all, and I'm living proof. I've built a six-figure business with a baby in one hand and an iPhone in the other, building the life of my freaking dreams. Now I'm showing you how to do it too. All right, guys, today I have a special guest who we are going to jump into how to create polarizing content. Arden Schiller is an online business coach, former online fitness coach, so I know that she's got a great perspective to bring to you guys. She helps online fitness coaches, or online coaches, right? Not just specifically fitness coaches, online coaches, customize your business strategy to monetize your business. She supports her clients through really leaning into the nitty gritty parts of their business, finds the gaps, hones in on them, and builds a more solid foundation so that you can make more money while striving satisfied. I love that. Arden, well, say hello, introduce yourself, and then tell me what does striving satisfied mean to you and your clients? Oh, hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Striving satisfied looks like being able to be happy with what you have and where you're at, but still climb the mountain and know like the peak is like exactly where you're at. Right. And being able to embrace that you're always going to be climbing a mountain. And that's the beauty of business. And I think far too often we sometimes get so focused on the next step, the next thing, the next level that we can't see what we have right now. And um, that's something that I really learned as I was running my fitness company. So I started to really lean into learning how to strive satisfied and always be at the peak, but know that there's still more um, without feeling like I can't appreciate what I have now. Ah, I love that. I think it is it, crazy. So um, how long have you been in business, Arden? A little over three years now. All right. So three years. This is this is going on my third. And it, it's like crazy because like, especially with a newborn, uh, sometimes I'm like, I wish I was farther. I wish I was farther. I wish I was, you know, I had 500 clients and, you know, I, I, I wish I had all these things. And then I take a step back and I, I, I take a look at my business and what I've built over the last three years. And I'm like, Angie, (laughs) like, like, think about where you were three years ago. Like I was working a nine to five, a job that I hated. I was freaking out about bringing, you know, I was pregnant in the middle of the pandemic. I was like, I do not want to go back to work after having this baby. This is not what I want for my life. And, you know, going from that to now this, a life that like I'm obsessed with, with clients that I'm obsessed with and being able to collab with other uh, coaches in the online space that are just out here making an impact like I am so grateful and just being able to you know take that step back I think is super important like yeah like striving for more like knowing that that you are not gonna settle but also being grateful for what you have it's huge and you're doing absolutely amazing new mama like just letting you know (laughs) you're you have so much energy and you look amazing like I just am wow like I'm mind blown so (laughs) 
<laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much. I'm blushing for those of you who can't see. I'm sure you can hear it in my giggle, though. <laughs> All right, babe. So let's dive into everybody else. Let's 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 give them what they're all looking for, which I think is is that perfect content strategy, right? Especially for my newer coaches. They're all working towards that polarizing content, that content that is going to, you know, allow them to sit back, do the work for them, call in those perfect fit clients. So how do we do that? What does that look like? So I think the beauty of content is the ability to really use your voice to share with people as to why they should hire you and why you are such an incredible coach and why someone should work with you. Because anybody can pop up online and be like, hey, I'm a fitness coach, but what makes you different? Why would someone want to work with you, right? And I'm not sitting here saying you have to be unique or stand out, but what I'm saying is like your content allows you to own your authentic voice of who you are and that creates a relationship and a genuine connection with the people who are looking at your your content. And if they love your content and they love your authenticity, they're going to want to work with you. That's really it. And so I guess like going to that question is like, this is attraction marketing is where you get to get to own who you are and what you have to say. But there's so many steps that really go into that, which is obviously what we're going to cover in this podcast, but the ability to, to really pull people in through that exact messaging. I love how simple that you made it. You didn't like make that complicated. You're like, no, this is pretty simple. It's pretty simple. You're just going to bring out your voice and why people want to work with you. But so give me some piece of advice, though, because I think for most of my um, the coaches that I talk to is that they don't even know. So if I ask them, why would somebody want to would want to work with you? And typically I like to ask, why? Why would a potential client be batshit crazy not to work with you? And then they're like. A, like a deer in headlights. Like I have no freaking clue why somebody would want to work with me. And that's the beauty of, I think, like doing the inner work too, is you get to really find out who you are and what makes you you, right? And this is, um, I don't know if you know the owner of Quest, Tom Bilyeu. He, or the CEO, whatever, um, He Quest Nutrition. He said, said the way to grow your business is to grow yourself. And I've always really held on to that because I'm like, yeah, like, you know, your business reflects who you are. And so if you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you want to become, if you don't know what you want, yeah, it's going to be really hard to answer that question. And so I think a lot of it comes from actually doing that, that inner work in a way of like being able to say like, what are my strengths? What am I really good at? And honing in on those things. And then also recognizing what your weaknesses are, which a lot of people can't find or figure out and honing in on those too. Now, am I saying to focus only on strengthening the weaknesses? No, you want to strengthen your strengths because your strengths are exactly what make you or someone want to hire you. And yeah. a lot of times the way that I would figure out my strengths or support my clients through figuring out their strengths is asking the clients that they already have, asking the people around them and saying, hey, like, what do you think I'm really good at? What do you think I'm not good at? Why would you hire me if you were to hire me? 
And I think a really beautiful thing to have is obviously mentorship, right? My mentor has supported me through actually seeing who I am and what I have to offer more than anybody else because she has, we've been working together for two years now, right? And she's like, Arden, your growth in X, Y, and Z areas, your strengths here, these are incredible, you know? And because of her, I was able to really find that wording in what makes me who I am. And so I think there's also that point of having the outside perspective and then taking it in, doing that work, and then being able to put it into your own words and articulating it and embodying it. Mm, I love that you said that. Yeah, your your mentor was was able to bring more of you out of you. I think sometimes like you don't have an outside perspective of yourself, right? <laughs> so, so I think sometimes it's just like really hard to be like, wait, what 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 are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What's unique about me? Until somebody tells you, and then you're like, oh, you're right. That is me. That does sound like me. You know, when you hear like a somebody like um somebody reads you like an astral astrology thing like you know today's july 18th and here's like your a daily astrology like story and you're like oh my gosh yes that sounds just like me <laughs> that's kind of exactly. what that's what it made me think of exactly but for real right like sometimes that's all you need and then it's like about it's about embodying that too and i think it's really cool because you get to choose who you want to be so like if you're like I really value honesty this is a beautiful time for you to start being radically honest in your life and guess what that is going to be something that you're going to start to own right you're someone who's honest but if you say you're honest but you're not aware and you're lying about everything (laughs) we're gonna see that disconnect you know Right. Yeah, exactly. When I first started my fitness coaching business, I, you know, I was a new mom. And so I thought that I had to fit this mold. I was like, okay, no more crop tops. I need to address modestly. I shouldn't swear. I shouldn't had been had been to EDM. I shouldn't, 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 shouldn't was like all up in my vocabulary. Um, and, and, and it really, um, it really caused friction with showing up in my business because then I, I felt like a fraud. I felt like I couldn't show up as me. And then I was like trying to create content for other people that like weren't even my people, right? Because like, if you have a problem with me swearing and you have a problem with me as a mom wearing crop tops, then you're not my person. For real. And people, and, and I always say like the number one thing that I've learned after investing in so many mentors myself is like, the best thing you can do is be the same exact person behind the screen as on the screen. Mm-hmm. And I've just seen so many mentors behind the scenes, not the person that they said they are on the screen. I've worked with so many people who I've had to say to them, like clients, I've been like, Hey, listen, like your profile is not you. I hop mm-hmm. on a Zoom call with you and this doesn't sound like you. Right. And, and that's really hard to like figure out because a lot of times, 90% of the time, people don't even notice or recognize that they're not the same person on the screen as behind the screen. And so I think that's also the beauty of being able to own who you are is like knowing like I am the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how can we kind of like, how can we then use our authenticity, our own voice, how can we use that to then create polarizing content, really being able to call in those perfect fit clients? Yeah, that's a good question. So to start, I think polarizing content is to me, the way that I define it is like content that is 
opinionated towards it doesn't even have to be like an alienated niche but it has to be opinionated towards what you believe in and a lot of times that comes from what you value right and i think a lot of times right um when we look at world wars or when we look at couples who are fighting right a lot of times those things come from different values or different opinions right and so it's the beauty of learning how to agree to disagree right but also like if you even think of like trump and like biden right like that was huge on america and um i think that that has trump was extremely polarizing he came in with this extremely <laughs> right and i don't i mean i'm not going into politics but what i'm saying is that it really caused this big clash and separation and that is what i would consider like a polarizing post is like you get to literally say this is what i have to say right and it's gonna cause some people to be like i don't agree and it's also gonna cause some people to be like i literally love this woman she is so smart like i totally agree right so how can it really like be used is you get to come out with the things that you truly believe in and create kind of like a fan base, kind of like, I hate, I hate relating this back to Trump, but like Trump has such a fan base. Right. And so like, you get an analogy though. Yeah. It's an analogy. Yeah. No, I think (laughs) people to like bash on me for using him, but like, I feel like he's a very prime and like everybody knows about him example of like someone who's polarizing. Right. Um, and so you get to create this fan base of people who are like, my values match your values. So let's, let's vibe. Right. And a lot of times the reason why polarizing posts are so effective is because it actually pushes away the people who aren't going to vibe well with you. Right. How many, how many times have you signed a client that is so unaligned and you're like, I literally just want this container to end. I can't do this anymore. I'm feeling frustrated. Right. And it's like, no matter what you do, there's just some sort of disconnect. Right. And that's okay. You can totally agree to disagree. You could totally have unaligned clients. Like that's fine. But the beauty of polarizing posts is that it really does kind of turn those people away, puts those people into the world of people that they're going to feel a lot more aligned with, which then they're going to see a lot more success. So then there you go. You're helping grow the industry. But also you get to have the people who are right for you in your world. And I think it is actually the most detrimental or even it's it's an act of disservice to sign unaligned people or people who don't value the same things as you into your programs because they aren't going to see those results that they truly could see if they're with someone who they value, who they look up to, who they feel more aligned with, right? I think of it like I was a kindergarten teacher for several years. And I think of it like if I had students in my class that I just couldn't resonate or relate with, which it wasn't their fault, it wasn't my fault, They didn't do as well as the students who were like, Miss Schiller is the best teacher in the world. I love her, right? Those kids all somehow, they just did a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the teacher, it's like you have, you had like no interest in math, but then all of a sudden you get a math teacher that's just like, you absolutely freaking love. And so all of a sudden you need to like start paying attention. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why I think it's like polarizing content can be so effective because you pull in those those people that are your group, they're, they're your people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're all about building a strong community here. Yeah. I remember when, um, I was taking anybody and everybody, 
went in my fitness coaching business, I was just like, I want to help everybody. Like anyone I got on a phone call with, I was like, I'm going to find a program for you. I'm going to make it tailored to you and I'm going to change my values. And we don't even have to work out, even though that's what I love. Like we don't have to do any of those things. <laughs> and it ended up like, well, I didn't like those clients as much. I didn't like working with them because I wanted to work with women who wanted to build muscle, lift heavy. And if we weren't doing those things, like I could still help you but like you probably weren't getting the same results and we didn't end up vibing and yeah it doesn't grow your community because that person if they're not aligned with your values they're not staying with you in the long term right they're probably going to stay with you for that container and then peace yeah and they're probably not raving about you like it, it's crazy because if there's anything I've learned is like my business actually grows probably faster through word of mouth because the amount of people that rave about me because they're in like in my world and they're loving it right compared to the people that weren't aligned they didn't really speak of me they didn't share that they were watching my courses on their stories right and so it's like when you actually have those people that rave about you your business grows yeah I had a um I had a client that she is in the hormone space okay and uh she believes in she she has like a, a team of doctors that are are on her team and um and uses like bioidentical supplements like in her program and so she had a client that didn't want to take these supplements was totally like was like didn't want to do it and really you know was want like didn't want to take her advice with you know with her expertise like this was her expertise right and so this coach like tried to meet this client where where she was at which was great um but ended up having to change so much so that like it wasn't even her program anymore it wasn't it wasn't how she knew how to get her clients results and so while i commend this coach for trying to help this client in any way possible it the the client ended after the six-month container isn't going to boast about her didn't get results and that's just because those two values didn't align right didn't mean that she wasn't a good coach because she's an amazing coach but that client just wasn't meeting her where she was at where the coach was at right exactly so so you know like me trying to like help everybody and like this coach i just explained trying to help everybody how do you help your clients create that polarizing content if maybe they're like afraid of alienating people they they don't you know typically take those strong stances um how would you help them bring you know maybe some more polarizing ideas out i think this is actually Okay, hold the duality here. This is the beauty of, I think, coaching um, is being able to not actually have an opinion, but give a perspective, okay? So as much as polarizing content is opinionated, I think there's a place to be able to answer a question where you say, this is what I prefer. And also it might not be for you and that's okay. So whenever I create polarizing content, okay, or teach my clients to create polarizing content, it's not just like, I like the color red, everybody should wear the color red, everybody should eat things that are red. No, right? It's like, I really like the color red. And also I've seen people wear blue and blue's great too. And I've also seen people wear purple 
and eat grapes. And that's great too, right? And so it's like actually being able to say like, this is what I prefer, but it doesn't mean the other things are wrong or incorrect. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? And when you can come from it as at a space of, hey, my polarizing posts are just how I feel. And it doesn't mean that you're incorrect or wrong. It just means that this is how I feel. It's actually not going to trigger people to hate, but it's going to make them think. Or what I, I like to say that. is provoke. Yes, like provoke a thought on yeah. like, hmm, why would I sway this way? Does that make sense? Yes. No, I, I love the way that you said that. Um, I talk a lot about like thought leadership content um, in my programs. And I think that's like where that comes from is, yeah, like your, your, your polarizing content doesn't have to be like, I hate this or <laughs> come off, you, you know, come off uh, negatively. Right. But it's just like, Hey, this is, this is what I believe in. Um, and, and to get people to think about things from a different perspective, because I think as a coach, that's honestly your job, right? People aren't making changes in their life, aren't seeing the goals that they want, whatever, um, because they they they're they're stuck in their ways, right? They need to bring some self awareness into themselves, and they need to see things from a different perspective so that they can make those changes. And that happens with your thought provoking content. Right. And I love to say it's like, as a coach, we're guiding, not dictating. So I would never tell my client like an answer and be like, this is what you need to do. It's like, this is what I've done based off of my experience. This is the success I've seen. And so based off of where you're at, I feel like this might be the best bet, but you could also do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yes. I love that. So <laughs> Can you give us some examples maybe of like some headliners? Because I, I think maybe some of us still might not know exactly what does polarizing content look like? Okay, you're telling me thought provoking, give my opinion, but how do I do that on the online space? What does that actually look like? Yeah, this is beautiful. So I think I'm going to lean into fitness because you're you mainly work with fitness coaches, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So even like things of like, I, I think that some great examples that my clients have done, my fitness business clients, um, is a lot of times they're, they, they make you think. So, um, I just had like one in my head and now I'm like, eh. but, um, <laughs> you know, when you okay. So it's, it's things like, um, you think you're eating healthy, but that doesn't mean that you're eating the right amount for you. Right. So it's like saying like, you know, you could still be in a surplus, let's say, even though you're eating healthy and that's why you're gaining weight, right? So that's going to be a little polarizing because a lot of people are like, I'm eating so healthy. Why am I not seeing results on the scale, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like things like that could really like provoke a thought around, okay, so what do I need to do? What is, what do you mean by that, right? And so you can explain and elaborate. Um, another like example of polarizing is like, you're going to the gym every day, but you don't have a plan, right? So this could be even, I mean, we can get even deeper into these things, you know, but these right. are just very, I think these are very surface level polarizing posts, but it's saying things like, oh, the idea. yeah, like, hey, like you're sitting, you're, you're, you're here going to the gym, but you're not seeing results because, right? Maybe you don't have a strategic training plan. Maybe you don't have a strategic workout routine for you and your body, 
right? And so it's like being able to even think, I, one, one exercise my clients and I have done in the past is like, think about why their client is stuck and what the thought process is behind that client. So a lot of times in the fitness world, someone is stuck in their fitness journey who is, you know, looking to build muscle. The reason they're not building muscle is because they're eating healthy and they think that eating health, right? Because they're, they're going to the gym and they think maybe cardio is the answer when in reality it's lifting weight, right? So, um, so it's like you get to create the thought process behind your potential client. Yeah. Yeah. And Yes. So I, I like that. What was that? What was that initial question again that you said? So you take where your uh, where your client's client is. Yeah. So like where they think they're where what they think you take what they think. OK, like what they're thinking. So they're stuck. Why are they just stuck? What are they thinking that's keeping them stuck? So what's that thought process? And when you can get clear on your ideal client's thought process, you're so easily going to be able to speak to them. Yeah. And then if one person has this problem, you're guaranteed that other people in your audience are also thinking this exact same way. And exactly. so when I tell my clients, uh, cause I think they're often afraid, right. Of, of being too singular, like too, um, too specific. I'm always like, okay, be more specific. They all hate me. They're like, Angie, really? I'm like, yes, please be more specific because I can't relate when you're just saying, when you're saying things like, um, what's one that just like keeps coming up? Uh, people, um, my, my clients keep saying things like, um, uh, your relationship with food. Like, okay, what does that look like? What does that even mean? That means something so different to everybody. So please, like, let's get more specific on what that actual problem is. You know, is it coming home from a stressful day of work and I'm searching through my cupboards because I'm stressed out? Is it actually the fact that I'm eating clean Monday through Friday and on the weekends I'm going ham? Like what, you know, so I, like I'm restricting and then binging. What is that specific problem? Um, and yes, and then how can I take my clients like, okay, you think you have to eat clean Monday through Friday and here's how it's like destroying your results right so exactly. I love that because that this is the type of content where it's so it, it's beyond surface level right it's not here's how to track your macros it's not here's five ways to hit 130 grams of protein okay Google can tell me those things. Chat GPT can tell me those things but I want to know like what your your coaching method is to help me through that singular problem. Exactly. Exactly. I even think of it like, like, um, in the online industry as a business coach too, like the other day I put on my story, I was like, it, it was, it was such a funny hook, but it, it, it made sense. And I was like, have you ever, um, went to cook a meal and you totally realized that you didn't have an ingredient. Right. And everyone's like, you know, and then you tap the story and it's like, I've done that before too. You know, this is exactly what happens when you're in your business and you're just not doing a specific fundamental, the meal and the foundation isn't cooked. Right. And, and it was so good. And everyone was responding. was like, Oh my God, this feels like me. Like I always go to cook a meal and I forget an ingredient or I don't, and you don't realize it until you're in the middle of making the meal. That really happened to me yesterday. <laughs> And I'm always like, damn it. Like, I don't have the baking powder. Like, oh, I ran out of peanut butter, you know? So it's like, yeah. 
so I was like cracking up but like that's exactly it it's so 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 niche right like it's literally such a small example but it's like so many people respond to that story they're like this is so good like this so Yeah. yeah it's about getting deeper love that. My favorite polarizing content that I've created for business coaching is, um, is, uh, I had a nutrition client tell me that she didn't have the money and then pay $2,500 the next day (laughs) in full. And, and I think that that's like, that was a conversation starter, right? Because like how many of us are running into clients that say, I don't have the money, right? And by, right? what was that? I said, is it really that? You know? Is it really that? Yeah. And so I, I see a lot of business coaches in the space that they'll just say, like, they'll just leave money on the table, right? They'll just say, okay, like, you know, let me know when, you know, when you want to jump into my space and like, whatever, and they'll just leave it at that. Whereas I think that it's your job as a coach to, to have those hard conversations and to really get to the underlying issue. Is it the fact that you don't have the money or is it, you know, the fear because investing in your health and fitness is a scary thing and so you know by being that coach of like getting to the underlying issue right she was like actually take my money please help me right and I think that's also another type of content that we we can definitely do a a podcast on in on mine (laughs) and it could be on pre-handling objections and I think that's huge in your content too is like being able to speak to the objections that your potential clients might give you in your content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, yes, that is a good one. All right. So you guys heard it. So on Arden's podcast, we're going to be diving into pre-handling objections in your content. All right, babe, is there any lasting advice that you want to give to our audience on polarizing content? Um, I would say the the number one thing I would do is obviously talk to your mentor, talk to the people around you, figure out your strengths. And from a third person perspective, maybe write a list of why you would hire yourself. So not even you yourself. So like maybe ask the question and I'll say from my point of view, why would I hire Arden and write a list and spend days, weeks, months, making a beautiful list of why someone would hire you. And when you have that, that's where the content comes comes from. Mm, yeah. I love that. Okay, that's your homework, you guys. That's literally <laughs> your homework. And then I actionable want you to- item. Yes, actionable item. That's your homework. I want you to write a list of why you would hire yourself in the third person. Um, send it to me. I would love to look at it create content out of it um because that's i I love when coaches boast about themselves right i think we all need to make ourselves a much bigger deal than we are so that we can go out and make our impact 